This is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine. It's been a few months since I last spoke with Daniel Butterworth, the Executive Director of Refugee and Immigrant Support Services of Emmaus, or RISE. So I thought that listeners might be interested in some updates on what's happening with the organization, with the asylum seekers here, and such. Daniel, welcome back to Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thanks, Bria. Good to be back. Great to have you back. So uh, what are some updates on asylum seekers that you can share with us? Well, since Memorial Day, the Capital Region has received over 800 newcomers who have been bussed up from New York City who are in the process of navigating the asylum system. Um, These are all folks who have entered the country legally, been processed at the border, and are going through the asylum process to which they are legally entitled to. We are trying our best with a coalition of community partners from around the capital region to serve them as best we can. We are together tackling um, needs, including um, food, uh, clothing, education needs, ENL. ENL is English for new learners, so people are coming without any English. Right. English as a new language, yes. We are also partnering with organizations that are providing legal support, uh, advocacy help, pastoral care. So together, we're we're trying to make sure we're responding to as many of the needs of this group of newcomers as possible, but not without challenges. So a couple words that I really like there are coalition and partnering. It sounds like the extreme demand for services has really brought people together to try to organize. It's true. It's one of the silver linings of the current situation with uh asylum seekers arriving here in numbers that are uh, much more rapid than we usually see uh, among newcomers in our region. Um, We've made some great partnerships uh, with a large group of organizations, uh, including uh, Albany Law School's Immigration Law Clinic, the Columbia County Sanctuary Movement, Capital District Border Watch, Grassroots Givers, Capital District Latinos, New York Immigration Coalition, and Schenectady Community Ministries. They're all great partners. We love working with this group of people, and it it really has been a pleasure to serve with them, to serve this group of of folks. And that list of partners shows the complexity of the issues, that you've got the immediate life concerns of food and clothing, as well as all the legal issues. You mentioned Albany Law. How do you help people that come with no documentation— and no English. How do you help them get ready for the many legal challenges they face? Well, so RISE doesn't do a, a lot of legal work, and we are not accredited to process asylum applications. So we do leave that to our partners. Albany Law School, also Prisoners Legal Services and the Legal Project. In the Capital Region, there are only a handful of qualified immigration attorneys who do pro bono or low bono work. This causes some complications. Any asylum seeker is required to file an asylum application within one year of entry into the country. Now that these 150 plus individuals are in the Capital Region and our lack of enough legal services to serve all of them, that becomes a real challenge over the long term in helping folks apply and receive asylum here in the U.S. Before, Well, I was waiting for our interview to start. I overheard one of the caseworkers talking about, uh, for the, the legal cases, the individuals have to bring their own translators. Translators are not provided. 
this was a new change from Department of Homeland Security um, within the last few weeks. Uh, but yes, people are required to bring a translator to their asylum hearings um, at their own expense. And then you mentioned the complexities of people getting relocated. So they may be here, they set up an appointment for an as- for a hearing, and then they, they, they get moved someplace else. <laughs> Yes, that's that's true. Um, I mean, this is a, a, a nationwide issue and one that um, the capital region is only has only recently in the last few months been been seeing uh, its impact here locally. Um, but because it is a national system and a, a system that is not designed not to work for the benefit of people, but rather for the benefit of the federal government. Um, and we all know how well the federal government is working these days. Right. Um, but the people keep getting shuffled and it's heartbreaking because I think what often gets missed in the conversation about asylum seekers and human migration is that we're talking about people, not numbers. Uh, well, you said people, not numbers, but the numbers are pretty uh, strong. You had mentioned there are uh, how many people that came as part of the asylum seekers and then the others and then the others and how it compares to past years? Sure. So, um, yeah, some context. In the capital region, we generally receive about 400 individuals in a year through the refugee resettlement process. This year, refugee resettlement continues at its normal pace. I think we've received about 375 individuals thus far this year. But in addition to that, asylum seekers who have been arriving from downstate number around 850. It might be a little higher than that uh, at the time of this conversation. I'm not sure. Um, and then there are a number of folks who have uh, who are undocumented who have arrived in our community with uh, not through official channels like the New York City shelter system, who we don't have numbers on. They're essentially in the wind, as it were, um, and um, serving this group of folks who lack documentation and lack the supports that the New York City shelter system is providing becomes very challenging, especially upstate. Okay, and... RISE, Refugee and Immigrant Support Services of Emmaus, is doing a variety of support services, as one might expect. And I understand you can always use volunteers to help with some of those services. Always. We can always use volunteers. So RISE has a staff of about 30 members, but we have over 120 active volunteers. And our programs don't run without their support. We have a number of opportunities in our after-school program that serves refugee and immigrant youth. We also uh, have a number of needs for classroom volunteers for adult English language classes. Uh, We run year-round classes free to any participant that are certified by the New York State Education Department. And in addition to our regularly scheduled classes that we have for, for RISE clients, we also have been providing English as a new language classes at the area hotels that are housing asylum seekers, offering two different levels of instruction a couple of times a week at three of the four locations in the area. And um, this effort is completely unfunded. We are 
doing so because it's necessary for folks as they adjust to life here, as they seek employment here. And we wanted to make sure that we were giving them the support that they need to um, to become independent eventually and 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 work and uh, make a better life for their families. Now, you mentioned volunteers to help with after school and adult ESL. Do volunteers need to have special language skills or training or anything? No, we do have um, we do have some volunteers who go through a training program. Uh, we partner with literacy volunteers of Rensselaer County for that training, but it is not required for a classroom volunteer um, to have that in place ahead of time. Essentially, we need someone who is able to communicate effectively in English, who is patient, empathetic, kind, and willing to jump into the fray with us. The people that we're seeing at the hotels who are arriving through the asylum's uh, relocation effort are coming from all over the world, not just Central and South America, as we've seen portrayed in the media. We're seeing something like 40 different languages from, from all over the globe. So listeners, if you enjoy meeting people from other countries, if you enjoy hearing about life in other places and uh, helping people make an adjustment to welcoming our new neighbors, this is a great opportunity. Uh, I know that you have a winter clothing drive going on or coming up soon, but it's 80 plus degrees as we're talking, so I can't even think about winter clothing. So let's end on a more fun note. What's, what's happening on November 12th? So on November 12th, RISE will be having its annual fall fundraiser. We are having it here at RISE in Pine Hills, 715 Morris Street in Albany. We will have a number of performances from uh, from groups from around the world showcasing different uh, cultural arts and also food from around the world. We'll also be able to give folks tours of both of our buildings, talk about our programs, and you'd have an opportunity to meet some of our current and former students. This year's theme is homecoming. We're really excited to have our alumni come back and share with all of us their successes. This event is always very sweet. It's a lot of fun. And uh, we hope folks will join us. Again, that was Daniel Butterworth with Refugee and Immigrant Support Services of Mayos. And if people wanted more information about volunteer opportunities, the November 12th event, what's going on here, where do they find information? You can find us on Facebook and Instagram, Rise Albany. You can visit our website, which is www.rise-albany.org. That's R-I-S-S-E hyphen albany.org. And we'll have information up about the event shortly. And again, that's Daniel Butterworth at Refugee and Immigrant Support Services. This is Bria Barthel for Hudson Mohawk Magazine. Thanks a lot, Daniel. Thank you, Bria.